0: Phil here, and welcome to Everyday Elephants. Also, sorry you're not hearing Tanner's poetic voice. But before we get into today's episode, we wanted to share with you that this week we will be doing a live recording at a conference called Best Practices. We're looking forward to seeing friends and maybe even our moms participate in discussion as we talk about an everyday elephant in the room. So join us February 18th at 10.30 a.m. at Best Practices in Phoenix, Arizona. Last episode, Ted referred Elon Musk as a on-villain, and now Elon is after it again with Neuralink, a company that is creating computer chips to improve human efficiency. So here we go, and welcome to Everyday Elephants.
1: So guys, uh, we've got the boring company. We have uh, SpaceX, Tesla, and actually all of those things are now located within a 30-minute drive of my house. And Elon Musk just keeps going because now what he wants to do is he wants to put a chip in your brain.
2: It's such a weird
0: thing. I need to fact check you already. The The chips in the brains are not happening in Austin. It's in California. So
1: I, I didn't say anything about that being in Austin. So nice try on the fact. Well, check, you Phil. know,
0: that's how people get you these days. So got to be careful what you say.
1: Well, technically, you
2: didn't say this, so therefore, you're wrong. Therefore, you're not a credible source. <laughs> therefore, you are canceled. Therefore, there is no grace for you. Therefore, that's the end of the podcast.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep.
2: Yeah. The number of times we get, I've been getting messages about, hey, everyday elephants, fact checks, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You said that person's name wrong. You're wrong. It's out of control. So <laughs> that's just that, guys. Ted, you just blew right into the conversation, and I think that the listener right now was wondering how the heck are you guys doing. But let me let me let me start with a little bit of camaraderie here, boys.
0: Oh, you're trying to build a relationship between
2: all I'm of us. I'm trying to build a little. Yeah, we have to build bridges so that you can light part of it on fire with your uh, ooh little jab here, ooh little jab there. No, no. How you doing, Phil? It's
0: good to see you. Sounds like I'm making you a little bit jabby these days, man. Yeah, it's it's stretching me. I need to be stretched. Good, good. I'm here for you. I'm doing pretty well. You know, it's winter in Nashville. The whole city shut down for like two different times because of the snow and we didn't know what to do. The grocery stores were empty, but yet life still went on. So I'm happy. I went sledding with my son. Did you
2: make a grocery store run before everyone else tried to go out there? And if so, what was like the thing like, all right, I
0: got to go get this? Cause I know what I went. Sure, I mean, I, I think I had a lot of pizza and uh, I made chili. That was it. Pizza, frozen pizza, and chili, and I'm I'm set to be at home. I went I went straight for jalapeno, Cheetos, which of all the things to buy,
2: that one probably describes me best. But I went and grabbed that the sounds bag sounds like a really bad idea. But yeah, but if the world's gonna end or I'm stuck in my house, I want to at least enjoy it until I can eat no more.
0: The question is, how does Sarah enjoy that? She's fine. Uh,
2: Ted, how are things in? In the the home of the new creation, Austin. Well, you're Georgetown, which is...
0: Not really nice.
2: Austin. It's not. Yeah. Which, it's probably that their slogan is, Welcome to Texas. We're not. We're not Austin. You're
1: yeah, not well, it's Austin. actually most Texas towns, when you come, ha- hang a little sign that says, We're not Austin. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> no, things are good. Well, I think I've seen as many... Out-of-state plates as I have seen in-state lately, just driving around. And the the area my wife grew up in, a little town that has now become one of these boom spots on the west side, northwest side of Austin. It came out this week because my father-in-law worked for the school district there for, I think, almost 30 years. And he sent us all an article, and it's basically this small town that was, like, about as central Texas as you can get. is now almost, is made up of almost half or gaining Close to more than half of people from California And If you met the people who Originally lived out there They're going to read that article and just start Grumbling immediately <laughs> Welcome to tech. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. Nashville's kind of like the
2: same way where people just keep coming here. So once we get all these chips in the brain, then we can redirect people where they're supposed to go. That's right. Anyways, Ted, you had brought it up. We jumped right into it. This, this Neuralink thing that's put on that Elon Musk is beginning to do tests on. Anyways... Can you give us, can one of you give us kind of like the background on it to catch people up if they haven't heard about what Elon is doing? It's a fascinating thing
1: in that what they're trying to do is when you're paralyzed, when you have certain diseases, you know, if if you have some issues physically, especially in your brain, we've had no way to get over that. The idea with Neuralink is that they can insert these chips and surgically go in and reconnect some of your neurons with this chip. And the idea would be a paralyzed person could do things by thought because this chip would allow that. So the stated purpose is that it would be a medical device used to help people struggling with loss of neuron connection, which leads to paralyzation or immobility or those kinds of things. So that is the outward look right now of, hey, this is what this is. The big news this week that they're looking for a clinical testing director for human tests.
0: You said that they can use their thoughts to be able to do things, but could they, I don't know, maybe walk with getting the neurons moving, because I thought that might be the case. Well, how do you walk? My brain tells my my body to do that. I thought you were saying just the thoughts right there, not the actual mobilization. No, no, no. no.
1: The breakdown between those neurons that would, whether it is a spinal cord injury or a brain injury, the idea would be this, this could step in for those neurons that no longer work. Because some paralysis is brain-oriented that those things break. They don't regrow, and so what happens, it's your brain is saying it, but it's not communicating it to the limbs it needs to go to. So from a quick read over that that's the idea here is so when I say by thought, I should just say that those links would come back. We all do it by thought,
0: you know, brain processing, if you will. I'm learning so much about the human body right now, which in- initially sounds cool. Amazing. This is awesome. Miracles, right? When
2: you guys first heard about this, how did you kind of like receive and process the idea? Because when I heard about it, I was like, oh, that's that's a little too much like are we are we just going to become robots but the more that i've learned about it and the more that we've talked about it the more i'm like this could be this could be a, a game changer for millions of people and families
0: my first thought was scary and excited all at the same time it's a roller coaster right and part of that is ai technology has continued to increase some things that i have heard is that there's not a lot of regulation on ai technology and so if they want to be able to advance that ted you're the nerd here is it like ai Burn. symbi oh, how do you say the word it's symbiosis symbiosis okay I see i don't know anything Uh, symbiosis AI technology, which is... Symbiotic. Symbiotic, okay. Symbiotic, which means it's kind of like the union between what, like technology and... It's hybrid. It's
1: it's, it's human and technology, but in a deeper sense.
0: So basically everything in Boba Fett is coming to reality right now.
1: No, that's completely wrong, but...
0: Well, that, but that, um, but that, I thought I had a great analogy. We just watched that episode where that
1: lady got a new chest. Okay, actually, I take that back. That's not completely yeah. wrong. I now know what you're saying. No, you're right, Phil. That was actually very good. I, I will I will rescind. I was thinking about the armor, and that's not what you were talking about. And so as soon as you said that, and I thought a little bit harder, that was, that was a very on Four point. words
0: that I love to hear. You are right, Phil.
1: Doesn't happen often.
0: At the
2: end of this episode, you will hear Ted repeating over and over and over again. Phil, you were right. Phil, you were
1: right. So Phil, good. you were right. You get the, that's here's the one. There it is, <laughs> one per episode.
0: <laughs> yeah, we gotta like dub that or something like that. So good. So but getting back to the point you have human technology merging together, hopefully for the good. But the scary part for me is because there's not a lot of AI regulation, and how do you regulate that in our country in our world and beyond? In some way, where I do not have a lot of trust for technology, how people can track you, you know, where privacy is much different than before, I feel like it takes it to a completely different level. So that part scares the crap out of me. But the part that, you know, I think it was like if someone has Parkinson's, if someone has any type of. I mean, they, they can't be able to walk. I don't know. There's just many different examples of how someone could be healed of something. I mean, essentially, it's like a miracle that they'd be able to do that.
1: The questions, I think, Phil, that you're bordering on are as a medical device. We already do this with hearts. We already do it with limbs. We already do it with, you know, I mean, Phil, your insulin pump is... is in, in a similar vein, right? And so the idea that you could help someone who is paralyzed to walk is fascinating and stuff that's been beyond our reach up until this point. Where it comes in for me is the question mark of, you kind of hit on this, Phil. For me, it's less about AI as much as it is an integration that says where people have taken this. And, and I didn't see if Musk has said this anywhere, but kind of where people are taking this is saying, well, you could do something like this, install this chip in your head, and then it could store memories for you. And now I know Musk and different groups have looked at, you know, fighting aging, right? And there's, again, there's some benefits if they were to say, oh, you could store memories so someone with Alzheimer's could access the chip. And again, this is all way past an understanding, but I've already seen it mentioned of saying you could store everything on a chip and then download yourself into a new body when your physical body gives out. And I just immediately look and go, no thanks. Like, I'm glad to be here while I'm here. It's the classic Jurassic Park question. Your scientists, instead of asking if they could should have asked if they should. And that's what this borders on. And I am not a huge fan of Elon Musk's track record. He takes scientific discovery and really then quickly turns it into capitalism. And like a deep, dark place of where is this really going? What is it like? Is the end goal helping people, medical technology? Or is the end goal saying, well, I'm doing this research now because really what we want to get to is... This and I actually saw someone on a Reddit thread talking about it. And they go, Yeah, this is going to be great until you get to the point where you have to pay for the next tier level up. You have to upgrade and pay for the download and the update. And I Googled it and I was like, Well,
2: how much will it cost? And it said between two and three thousand, which doesn't seem correct. I also Googled it. Which is also part of the problem. But I didn't get the pamphlet for it.
0: So I, I don't know. I that is part of the problem. Google's also, I think, investing um, how many billions of dollars into Neuralink. So they're gonna tell you a smaller price. Yeah,
1: Google's is project. invested in it.
2: Well yeah, but then they'll because they're but they're gonna get the ad revenue that comes through the Neuralink, right? My my I guess maybe the question that I wanna throw out is as I was Googling, if you just type in Neuralink and then you look and see like all that comes up. Somebody had posed the question is is it is it ethical?
1: I think that's a good question. I think medically, I mean we do pacemakers, we do insulin pumps, we do those kinds of things. I think medically I would have no problem if they said this is a medical device that helps people. Right. When it becomes a cosmetic device of opportunity and upgrade, that's where it gets shady to me.
2: Yeah, are you like going to level up with it? Yeah, if someone's like, oh, I can level up as a human being. Well, I don't, then I don't think that this, is, that this is for you. Or, oh, what would Elon say? Oh, it's for
1: everyone? And the bigger ethical questions, too, that get down the line of, you know, life extension mm-hmm. of like the weird sci-fi kind of crap but i think that's a. I think people talk about that but i think that's a lot less likely than just like i've got a chip in my brain that i can access my
0: yahoo account my yahoo. i'm sorry that i don't know why that's a good one
2: that's um, good and there's all my memories right there
0: who what? even has a yahoo account that's my question only for fantasy okay
2: what do, you, what do you think, Phil? Do you think it's ethical? Yes,
0: for, for medical, absolutely. I mean, we're, we're already living in this world right now. As you were alluding to before, Ted, with me being a type 1 diabetic, I use AI to regulate my blood sugar. And it automatically does that for me by predicting an algorithm of how much food is in my body and balancing that so that way my blood sugars are normalized. And so if there is going to be something like that that is contributing towards these types of things, I'm all in. I did not hear the whole conspiracy about how you can download memories and being another human being. I I heard that you said Elon didn't say that. If it goes to that length, no, there is a line. I was listening to Elon's podcast with Joe Rogan a year ago, and I was blown when he was introducing this thing. And I think what was insane was...
2: Hold on one second. Hold on. What a trip that must have been. That must have been the wildest five hours of your life.
0: It was amazing because I was hearing it for the first time and he was introducing it. And to the point where he was saying you can enhance your productivity level and how you function at a let's say, a faster pace so that you can process things even faster. And to the point, if I have a Neuralink and Tanner, you have a Neuralink, we can talk to each other without even saying a word. That is insane. To the point where you can also use a Neuralink and you can translate what someone says from another country and we can understand one another through that translation. That's when we're starting getting like, I think, past the ethical boundaries. That's where it starts scaring me. Now, would I like to be a smarter dude? Yeah, I'm pretty dumb, you know? <laughs> and, and so what I... <laughs>
2: Wait, so that's where a comma goes? Thanks, Neuralink. On to the next thing. Oh, we're supposed to use that verb. <laughs> this is what... This is T-H-E-I-R? Interesting. Thanks, Neuralink.
0: Exactly. There is definitely a line that must be drawn. What is that? This will be the, mm-hmm. the new controversy, crisis, and beyond. So that's my thought so far.
1: I quickly Googled Musk is he does want the ability to have his be able to store his brain on a chip via neuralink,
0: which that is scary, by the way.
1: I, I was going to say, like, when it comes down to it, like, is this
2: ethical? I think it, it's probably going to depend on the person and their situation. Again, like if it is one of those things where, oh, you're going to be able to level up and become sort of like superhuman. I don't think so, because what's the point of being here and experiencing just what life was as we have come to know designed to be, right? Like when you were saying, Phil, like to be able to to talk to each other without actually using words, like I'm just like thinking in your direction. And that's not, I can't get behind that. That's not community. And then (laughs) that's also fun to Google when they're like, can you hack the Neuralink? That's an interesting one. Like I, that, that, yeah, and if it's a device of some sort, then I'm sure it can be hacked in one way or
1: another. The thing that. Yeah, well, yeah, because it gets those questions. Could someone hack you?
0: Which would be really could interesting, like, though, because then I could really understand the words that come on a piece of paper from you. Like, it, it would all just make sense to me, all the poetry that you put out. Oh, boo. Yeah. Well, you're
2: not supposed to understand it. Actually, I didn't take that as a shot at all. i just just going to keep keep going with it.
0: Literally, I was wondering, like, what's going on in your head. Like, yeah, did you ever it, wonder, like, what your friends are thinking?
2: I know, but at the same time, like, what if we are in the same room together? And I'm like, that is a really ugly shirt. I'm not going to tell that to you, but you've already heard me think it. So, like, you know, now I can't even think the things I want to think, even if they're nice or not nice. You know what I'm
0: saying? Yeah, we're that much more vulnerable, and there's just going to be much more room for reconciliation.
2: Or so. complete terror and war. This is, forget nukes. Neuralink's going to kill us all. My other question in all of this is, what is the Christian's response to this? Because the more that I've kind of thought about this, you know, it goes back to that verse, like, heal the sick. Well, what if Elon is doing that? Like, what if his get down to the very bottom of it, and I, I mean, I haven't listened to any interviews with him about it, but what if he's like, I want to do this because I want to help people who haven't... 100% no. 100%
1: like, that is this, no. Like Right, but, but...
2: but Yeah, well, he's already made all the money that he needs to make. Shout out Dogecoin. <laughs> but, like, it's just like, what are those... Th- <laughs> right, but, like, what if he's like, no, I genuinely want to make life better for these
1: people uh he's gotta in my mind he's gotta finish one project well like because we're getting all this stuff about the breakdowns of teslas and how they're coming out of the factories like half done and the autopilot is goofing up the boring company their big thing was they built these tunnels in vegas that was supposed to be like you know this huge deal and all they are, are a traffic jam, and then a SpaceX mm-hmm. rocket is crashing into the moon this week because they just kind of left it up there. That's that's a fascinating one I need to read about. But I I think there are medical blessings and implications from what we've read on this. But I don't think this is a goodness of his heart project. I think as Christians, the idea of what is happening, the idea of healing. People, I'm all about it. See, because what you could get into too, you could. It's like sharing a Bible verse yeah. on Facebook. Well, you know? But you could get into too, like. Drug companies, like uh, pharmaceutical companies, there's some great pharmaceutical companies that are out there. They want to help people, and they they do it in such a way. Right now, there's a lot of pharmaceutical companies that have the ability to help loads of people, and they just look and go, we make more money by putting up the cost of this thing.
2: Well, I'm glad you brought that up because in my notes over here, Mark Cuban announced he has this new prescription drugs company called CostPlusDrug.com, and all of all of the prescription drugs on there are at a a much lower rate another human being who has made a lot of money and is not hurting at all and I have to believe I think he just wants to do good and help out his neighbor now he also owns an NBA team so therefore I kind of like him a little bit unfortunately it is the Dallas Mavericks but well and he's
1: got a he's got a little bit more track right. record too though of yes but
0: can it be both though like Ted I know you're suggesting the fact that oh this is just purely capitalism which of course it is. Of course, he's making money off these things. Is it not helping society in some way? Is it not an attempt with creating Tesla cars to make it more fuel efficient? Is it not to send more rockets into the solar system so that way we can explore more and, and maybe there's be something to be gained from that? Now, I think he wants to get to Mars because he wants to be the first one to get there. At the end of the day, I think there's both. Capitalism creates more innovation for people And they see the opportunity. Mark Cuban obviously wants to make a difference by creating cheaper stuff, but he's also going to get a cut out of this as well while helping people. Can it not be both?
2: Yeah, it has to kind of has to be both. Well, if you think about it, though, let's say that Mark Cuban doesn't even get a cut from this, but he's the one who started it. Therefore, he looks good. Therefore, he looks good. His image looks good and his brand. Exactly. And so that flows into every other thing that he does. But, and that's the thing is like, you can't know the, 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 the heart of another person. That's not on me. But I can enjoy and celebrate it for the good that it does and for the good that it is. And so when it, with Mark Cuban, I'm like, yes, this is great. With Elon Musk, kind of like, you know, like we, we were joking before this episode, like at what point are we going to argue? Because we were, talking, we were talking about how this podcast, we wanted to, exactly. you know, model what does it look like to disagree with each other and still share grace we really haven't disagreed on this one at all. Because we get up to that point with this Neuralink thing where it's like, nah, man, it's not for us anymore. Like after the point of like helpful to optimization.
1: I think well, in and, and going off like the, the push of saying, yeah, like I'm not against you have an idea, you fund the idea, there's you should you should make money off of, of your idea. The question I would have is At what point do Mm. ideas that have offshoots of good but are done for different reasons make them bad? I think the space race we have going on right now is fascinating because the reason we are sitting on a Zoom call being able to record all of this stuff on our computers is because in the 1940s, 50s, 60s, 70s, we had a space race with Russia. A lot of our technology we have today comes from the fact that we were in both a space and arms race with Russia. And so we had to keep building and we had to keep overcoming obstacles. And so I think there's a lot of benefits right now that you have this big competition between Bezos and Musk of going into space that as you as you work on it, you are going to make new discoveries. You're going to push things forward. And I think that's awesome. But I also look around right now and our country, is reeling from a capitalism that's out of control. There are a lot of people who can't afford these great discoveries. And we could have a whole discussion on, well, then that's part of life and, you know, whatever. But I, And we'll see where it goes, right? I'm still like on the fence on the Neuralink thing. I'm more looking to say just because it has altruistic functions, availabilities, doesn't mean it comes from an altruistic place. The question is, can things be good even when they're, an end of them is bad. Yeah, sure. Today, we live in a world where there's a lot of peace because there was a lot of war. And I think that's, you know, that it's always going to keep changing around and changing around. I just don't know. I, it, this is going to help people. And and, and there's
0: going to, well, we think it's going to help people, right? And there will be benefit to that. So let me press into that. Can I just press in with some of this stuff? Go. You're concerned about billionaires using their money that they earned, so that way they can debatable, but yes. Well, technically, it's in their pocketbook, so they earned it. In, in from that sense, right? They they made the money. They they have that money. They have that yes. money, right? It, whether how they acquired that money could be questionable. I'm, I'm with you there. Sure. And you believe that there is a misuse of that money, where there's other problems happening in our country, in our world that need our attention before we innovate and go to space and do these other projects.
1: Again, the projects are great, but when you look at the details of how workers in companies are treated that are run by these billionaires, I'm going to have questions about. Okay, so what's the point of a neurochip? Is this just a medical discovery, or is there something more going on here that you're? This is a stepping stone, and even then, it's discovery. I get it. These guys have enough money to take care of their the people in their companies. And it keeps showing up that they do not do that. And so if they're not taking care of the people in their companies, my question would be, what is their end goal? So my question is the mode. I'll, I'll give you everything we've talked about I agree with. My hesitation is the motive behind it. And I fear that from some of their other acts and attributes, that just the the motive behind it gives me pause and question. Like, let's look at... Let's look at, you know, Mark Cuban. And this isn't just to like throw him up there, but like just it's in the story of what we've talked about. Mark Cuban, Bezos and Musk. Bezos and Musk, you keep hearing things about SpaceX, about Amazon facilities, about Tesla and all these working conditions that are a struggle. Whereas when the pandemic hit, Mark Cuban made sure all the people in the I think it's American Airlines arena so where the Mavs play, he made sure they were taken care of. Now, I'm ready to be wrong that there's stories out there of that happening, but I've heard enough stories about Amazon, about Tesla, about these kinds of places that there's there seems to be that. And so for me, the rub is just because you're rich does not make you moral. And just because you can make more money and you have money doesn't mean you haven't made it by means that are tearing others down. And so then when you come in and say, hey, look at this great thing I'm building to benefit other people, that's a question mark for me to go, well, but your history says that's that's not what you do. We have some incredible things built in this country named after Rockefeller. That dude was not a great guy. He'll be on the podcast next week. Yeah, 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 his ghost. So that's that's my frustration. It's not, capitalism is not the issue. You making money off it is not the issue. The issue is... There's a lot of character things I see to go, hey, Neuralink is really just being built to help people.
0: Yeah, 100%. And I'm not making the argument that just because you're rich, you're not moral. I mean, we we can look after case after case. Technically, if you work for Amazon or Tesla, you don't necessarily have to work for them either. You have the choice. I think what could be more debatable is how my iPhone is made overseas and the, the types of living conditions and wages that people are making there. I mean... Let's talk about those mm-hmm. things right um, everyone wants to talk about Bezos and you know the the conditions within and how the manufacturing's done we can go on case after case after case right I believe that the things that he's trying to contribute are ultimately in some sense trying to better society I think that's something that I'm okay with. But I'm also scared at the same time. I don't know what's going to be the outcomes of this. And I think in the last episode, you referred to Musk as a Bond villain, right? Which makes sense, right? Oh, uh, I... Yeah, it makes sense. He's doing something so incredibly good right now. And you're just waiting for... He's, he's digging in the earth... He's putting something in space. And now he wants to put
1: something in your brain. That's at least like five different. Bob exactly. Movies. And, and so
0: that's to the point too. If you were to ask me, will you do this, put a chip in your brain to heal your diabetes? Let's just say if that was the case. I don't know if I would. And the reason being is not that I don't think it would help. It, it probably would. But I really just fear for AI technology. What what happens I know this sounds like a conspiracy, but like what happens when the, the, the chip goes on and then it, you know, I self-destruct or I start doing something horrible because Elon finally pulled the trigger. No, it does scare me. Not that I'm not supportive of it. I'm just, we're not made for this world anyways. Like there there's more beyond that. And I think I have hope and comfort just like you guys do. So, I don't know. This is... This is interesting times. You know, and
1: I'll step away from all of it and get back to the ethical thing like you're talking about, Phil, which is to say whoever's making it. There's a huge difference between saying, I can't walk and now I can walk, and saying like, but what could be the effects of this? You know, what could be? And my curiosity would be, you know, did they talk about that with heart transplants? It would be fascinating to sit around with a bunch of Christians, you know, 100 years ago and hear what their discussions on development and things like that work cuz it, it does hold a lot of implications. I'm not I'm not about that. Right.
0: What about if we don't age? Is that ethical? If my life expectancy is going to be increased, but you can make you can justify mm-hmm. that say, I can do some great kingdom yeah. work with 200 years, you know? Like look at all the other Old Testament peeps. They lived for a while. Why can't I? Doing the Lord's
2: I work. think it's it's because they had the
1: neuralink. That's why they were able to keep going. Hmm. Time yeah. travel. Well, and, and you asked the question too of like is, is the neural link that helps me remember you know and let's this is all hypothetical right but like say it helps extend my memory forever well what's the difference between that and getting a knee replacement right like because that could be the argument and I think there's something about we haven't had these ethical discussions around our brain they've all been around you know bettering our physicalness and because really what this dives into is what happens when I put a chip in? Does this affect my spirit
0: yep, now? I was going to go there too. That's good.
1: Well, if you
2: affect the brain, like it's going to change a whole lot of everything. can't attach the heart. I mean, you, you know, hear those stories of, of those people who have like, who, who have dementia, right? And their, their their behavior is far from what they were when they were, they didn't have dementia, right? So like, I don't know, it's, it's about the heart though, right? Like if you get back down to it, some of these things you don't have control over, but I guess you do have control over saying, yeah, I want the chip or I don't want the chip. And I, I don't think I want the chip.
1: Well, and it, it brings into like, are people less if they don't have it? Because that's right? what, it's going
2: to create a new class of humans, right? Yeah. It's just one more thing that's going to divide yeah. our world. And we saw this throughout the last two and a half years, right? Just something more to divide us. When something new is instituted or recommended, or a mandate is passed of some sort, it's another reason for us to get up in arms and to debate and to divide. It's gonna, it's gonna happen with this as well. How can it not? So, whose side are you standing on?
0: But think about it though. We can Lily and Marshall and like talk to each other without even saying anything. It's like it makes "How I Met Your Mother" like it's. I think part of it too is it's just
1: so weird. Like it still seems very. Science fiction. The, the more things that come
2: out of the news feel like something that was in a in a movie script at some point. And that movie, usually ends with Will Smith having to save the world, which he's getting he's getting a little bit older. It's, it's true. Be, it's gonna be difficult for him now. Well, he's just got to plug the chip in. And that, that is true. Be fine. That is true. Yeah, I don't know. Well, we didn't fight again, so there was that. Uh, apologies to the listener for not giving you a showdown between Phil and Ted.
0: One day it'll happen, sure. Yeah, we got
2: close. We
1: got close. I mean,
0: I can go into capitalism with Ted. I mean, I feel like we can really start. We we're getting there because I did. I I guess I'm really. I tried trying to poke at me.
2: I guess kind of the argument within all of this. It's like the argument with oneself of you know, like, am I for it? Am I against it? To what point? Uh, because at some point, like with this, I'm for it. And then it gets to that certain point where there is just a hard drop off. Like, I don't know if I need to have my memory stored. That's what I have a phone for. However, if I were to be paralyzed, I would love to be able to not be paralyzed. And if that's what this helps with, then I'm all for it. That is healing the sick. Well, uh, we're hoping to get Elon Musk on the podcast at some point to talk about all of this. If you guys have connections out there, let us know. And we will, we'll, we'll mic them up. (laughs) <laughs> next week or next month, depending on our our, Tune in our, our episode schedule. Or you
1: know, hundred years from now if we get the chip. So. Yeah. Yeah. Soon you'll be able w- to
0: the question is, will he invent time travel? And
1: we'd already know if he maybe had
0: Neuralink he went back then.
1: Yeah.
2: Well maybe we're just living in a simulation and he is actually right. controlling Same this more. conversation right now. He needed he That's needed it. some bad he needed That's some it. bad press and he thought, you know who can do that? My three guys. Everyday elephants. <laughs> Everyday elephants. Yeah. Yeah. Well, That'll do it for this episode of Everyday Elephants. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Send us some questions if you have any. Uh, if you're listening, you know how to get in touch with us. Uh, do we have a, an email address for people to send stuff into? Do we check that? EverydayElephants at gmail And I'm assuming one of y'all checked that up. Check that because I do not. Of course. Awesome. Ted's all over Ted checks it all the time. He's waiting for your. Uh, yeah, he's waiting for your questions. And if you have a step or something us for to talk about let us talk about it, let us know Uh, so with that I'm Chipless Tanner I'm Phil
1: I'm Ted and I hate money yeah you do